Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. I'll teach you how to find what's causing your health struggles using the blood work you already have right here on this podcast, but also in my new book, Why Are My Labs Normal? Go grab it on Amazon and let me know you love it and appreciate the knowledge by leaving a review for both the book and this podcast. Practitioners, you can now register for the In This Together live event with me in Orlando, Florida, February 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Grab the link to register below, get all the details, and know that we're in this together. We're going to celebrate you at this event, and I'm going to bring in the best mindset, marketing, and business experts. But more importantly, I can't wait to meet you in person and give you the biggest hug. See you in Orlando in February 20, 21st, and 22nd. If you haven't started using Systemic Formulas supplements yet, you should be. Go to systemicformulas.com and mybiome.com, M-Y-B-Y-O-M-E to learn more. You can also come join me inside their private Facebook group for practitioners called Systemic Formulas Clinical Nutrition. Everyone else can learn more about them and their amazing supplements and their amazing results on Systemic Formulas Instagram page. All right, let's get started and happy holidays. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. My favorite person's on today with uh, with my with me. She comes into our 90-day program every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, and we talk about mindset, and we overcome mindset blocks. And right here, right now on this podcast, we're going to overcome negative head talk. Now, it's the final beginning to be the, the final month of the year. You're thinking about what's happened the last year. You're thinking about what can happen next year and probably some negative head talk is getting in the way. So let's jump in and Jen's going to help us not only overcome it, but how to maybe not avoid it because that's always, it's always going to be there. We're just going to make sure we can utilize it for the right measurements. So Jen, welcome on. Thanks Kylie for having me. Negative head self, negative head talk. We're human. Yeah, happens to all of us. Um, no matter where we're at in our business, whether we're multimillionaires or barely starting. Absolutely, yes. It is. It comes up, and it comes up for a specific reason. And we're going to talk about, you know, why it comes up. So, first of all, like, what is negative head talk? I mean, give us some examples of what some of your negative head talk is. I remember the first time I launched something nobody joined. Actually, that was more than the one time I launched it. It was like the first 20 times I launched something. Crickets, literally, maybe one or two people joined. And then those one or two people wanted a refund afterwards. <laughs> so you just get in your head, you're getting your head like, do I even know what I'm doing as a doctor? Um, especially as a practitioner, when we have a really difficult patient, like, is this going to work? Is this treatment plan going to work? Am I Am I asking for too much? Um, I try to bite negative head self-talk in the curb right now, especially. So I'm just thinking of yeah. like, what's... But it's hard for you to, to come up with. Yeah, it's not easy, which I count as a I'm blessing sorry. now. But again, I'm I've sorry. done a ton of inner work and I am very, very, very particular about my mindset. So just a couple of weeks yeah. ago, you know, it's a Monday and I post on Facebook, like I'm in a funk. Um, 
I expected something to turn out over the weekend and it didn't happen. So now it was, it was more of a second guessing myself, like did my messaging, was it right? You know, it was more of a second guessing rather than a negative health head self-talk, but. Well, second guessing ourselves can definitely be negative head talk. You know, did I do it right? What's wrong with me? Um, why aren't, why don't people want me? Want, want what I have to offer? Um, it's, it's that like talk in your head that seems so real that, um, is developed. It's, it's hanging out in your subconscious brain as a protection, because if you, you know, like you said, if you're launching a business, launching a program, a product, um, and you start having negative head talk come up or you've launched it and you have um, like you, you start saying, oh, no, is anyone going to buy it? Is anyone going to go like this? You know, what if they hate me? What if they're judging me? Like all of those negative thoughts that pop up um, at any given time. And it, it doesn't have to be just with the business that could be, you know, with a conversation that you had with your spouse or a friend or a family member. And um, that head, negative head talk can go inward or it can go outward, you know, about somebody else. What a jerk. They're so insensitive. I can't believe that they would do this. And you, you kind of spiral. Negative head talk spirals. And you it starts off as these little thoughts, but then it turns into these stories why did I ever marry him in the first place? Right. When you, you know, he's just like, can I have a drink of water or I don't know, whatever. See, and, um, and this knowing that, I mean, we're in August right now, just, just so you guys know, it's August 10th, but this is going to, this is airing on December 1st. And, and I think when, when we think about the holidays, I had no oh, yes. clue the self, the negative head talk that was going on in my husband's head, not a clue. Until finally last year, we had a we had a blow up, and he like sat me down and talked to me because the holidays are my favorite time of year. I love to do everything with family. I love to do all the things. He hates it all because it reminds him of ugly childhood experiences, and so he's always getting triggered. But I had you know I have no idea what's going on in his head until he sits me down and, and talks about this. So yeah, it comes to business, but it also comes to our everyday life, our relationships, whether it be with our spouse or with a with a child or with a parent or with a sibling. Uh, my brother's going through a very difficult time right now as he just graduated his optometry school, but he failed the national board exam, which haha, I did too. I failed two of them. We all it all happens. But it's like I had this plan in my life, and now it's like my wife has to go to work because I can't provide and I can only imagine the negative head self-talk. So we're just, let's talk about this in all aspects of life, especially since it's the holiday season and not just business entrepreneurhood. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and around the holidays, it tends to cut like anything that's hiding out, you know, in your subconscious, you know, that you've been bit, that you've buried, that you've avoided. I mean, the holidays is just a, a great time of year for all of that to come rushing up so you can look at it. But here's the thing, like with negative head talk, 
you know, I used to think, oh, it's so bad. Now I say, oh, what's ready to heal? So especially during the holidays, if I'm feeling anxious about something, you know, instead of making the other person the bad guy, you know, or instead of isolating or, you know, I, I start asking myself, okay, you know, I'm having these big emotions. I'm having these big thoughts. What inside me needs to heal? And usually when we get, we use that word triggered, right? When that, when we feel angry or anxious, if you can stop in that moment and be like, okay, what am I afraid of? Or here's another great question. How old do I feel right now? I had a coach ask me that several months ago when I was kind of spilling, you know, whatever thing was up at the surface. And she just sat there calmly and she's like, Jen, how old do you feel right now? And I was like, just her asking me that question, I took a deep breath and I was like, oh, I feel four. four. And then we could go into the discussion of, oh, because I, I'm not feeling heard and seen in this situation. I don't feel valued. I don't feel um, like I'm enough. You know, and all of those all of those feelings of not enoughness, you were not born with them. You, you developed them because of your, you know, of your childhood experiences and how you perceived those experiences. So I'm the oldest child of seven children in my family and all of us have a different way that we perceived our parents' parenting. Right. So with my personality, I took everything very um, personal. My mom ran a tight ship. She had strict rules. Um, if you didn't follow the rules, you got in trouble. And if you talked back, you know, you got in trouble. Like there was not a lot of. Well, anyway, there was just I, I took those things very personally, like I was supposed to hold back and that my voice didn't matter. And so, um, but my sister that was just younger than me didn't affect her at all. Like she was just always confident, always, you know, outspoken. And, you know, so even though we had the same parenting parent, our experiences were different. So my point in all of that is when we're little, we start to form these beliefs about ourselves because of how we perceive our experiences. So I perceived my mother as very harsh and very critical. And I started to believe that I wasn't enough, that I had to be perfect. If I wasn't perfect, then um, I wasn't you know, good enough. So as we're kids, we start to gather these little perceptions and then they, these perceptions of, well, I'm not enough, or if I do the wrong thing, I'm, you know, I lose out on love, or I'm going to get punished. And so then we, be, then we develop these beliefs that start to play out as adults. Like when you start, um, like maybe having a conversation with somebody that you know is going to be like a difficult conversation, 
and you start to like feel nervous, you can't get your words out. That's your brain going in fight or fight, fight or flight response to that four-year-old experience of, if I say how I feel, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to lose love. I'm going to be abandoned in some way. So um, yeah, at the holidays, it's really typical when we're around family that we go back into our like roles, our kid roles, and um, everybody like falls into like the old family energy. And that's when a lot of the junk can start to come up. So when you're in the middle of that, especially if you're at a family party or whatever, what you can do is just simple, like start to be aware of it. Start to notice the physical reactions because your body's going to start reacting first. You're going to get sweaty. You're going to have, um, uh, feel sick to your stomach or your, your heart is going to race. You might get an eye twitch, you know, whatever. Um, start to notice that and then start to take some deep breaths because what you want to do is calm down that nervous system. When you have that negative head talk come up, your nervous system or your fight or flight response is getting, is becoming on high alert. So if you can calm your nervous system down, you can put your hand over your heart space. You can just do some box breathing. You can excuse yourself to go to the bathroom for a minute and just breathe, you know, and until you feel more calm, till your words start coming back to your brain. Um, and you can ask yourself in that moment, if you're, you know, like, what is it that I'm afraid of here? What is it that's ready to heal? And, um, if you can do that, then you can maintain your peace throughout the event. And then you can go back and, and like work with someone, you know, work with a coach and like kind of dive deeper into that. So the more that you heal those, what comes up for you and what am I afraid of? What, um, what do I need to learn? The more you heal that, the easier it is going to be to go to those family events and feel peaceful and calm. Even if nobody around you changes, if you're changing your narrative, if you're connecting to your truth, then you can be peaceful in, you know, any situation. And I want to, I want to pinpoint, like, even if nobody around you is changing, you can be the change for everybody else. The inner work that you do, like I, I'm some surrounded by, I mean, my husband has a lot of big T traumas from his childhood that he spends his time working on and, and healing from. I don't have big T traumas. So I get to spend my time healing the money wounds, re rewriting the money narrative, rewriting the the head talk, you know, um, whereas I don't expect my family to do any of that. Like we're, we're just plowing the way, knowing that our work is going to be the path that sends the generations after us on a better path because of what he and I are doing. Right. And you can like, you can feel triggered about money in a family situation when someone oh, yeah. starts to like be like, why are you doing that in your business? You know, 
Or, or they, that's my maybe, family, like, well, Kylie just made 50K a week. Like, well, I did that one time. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a joke, but it's more of, I'm going to, I'm going to keep my game on and I'm going to allow my changes to trickle into their life. And as they see my changes, maybe they'll want to change too, but it's not my job to change them. It's not my job to change anything about their situation. It's my job to change me. And the beautiful thing about doing this kind of mindset work and that that deeper dives is like when you do truly heal, it does have a ripple effect. You know, like my children have, you know, have a whole different perspective on healing and, um, you know, life and what's what's possible because they're seeing me do my work my language is changing. I'm asking different questions. And um, plus, when you do work with me, it, it, it heals not only you, but all of your family members too. <laughs> and it's just a beautiful gift you get to give your whole family. But let's talk. About- and they don't even know it. You just get to give them the gift. I know. But I will say one, uh, several years ago, we were at a family reunion and um, my husband made the comment afterwards. He's like, wow, that's the first time I felt like really included and loved in within your family, um, you know, in a family situation. He's like, the only thing that's different is you've been doing that mindset work. And I was like, cool. Like, you know, it's not that I've had conversations with my siblings. It's just that, you know, when one person starts the healing process, it has a a ripple effect and there can be more peace, you know? So my husband experienced that firsthand. Um, and that was a big like testament, (laughs) I guess like, okay, this is really working on generational levels here. But let's talk really quick on like what does it cost us when we're not um, when we're not dealing with or healing the negative mind like head talk. So first of all, it, you know it costs us productivity. It costs us our confidence. Definitely costs us our inner peace because we're all like spiraling out in negativity and stories about ourselves or other people definitely cost us our creativity. So we cannot be creative and even it costs us our divine connection. Um, we can't like feel that divine support and that creativity if we're all caught up in negative head talk and stories about ourselves or other people. It costs us connection in our relationships. When we're, when we're caught up in negative head talk and judgment of ourselves and others, we block being able to be um, compassionate for someone else's circumstances. You know, um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine this morning and we were, we ended up doing like a little mini session because just, she was really struggling with the, one of the teachers, her kids 
was put in to her classroom this year. They'd had her before. They didn't want her, their other child in there. Um, but they ended up agreeing to it and she was really angry. We let, we, we worked on, you know, letting go of her feeling not heard. But then what that did was it opened up the ability to kind of connect with the teacher. And we're, we took a kind of a look energetically, so to speak at, okay, look at this teacher. She has chosen a profession where she gets to be judged all the time. And apparently a lot of people don't want their kids in her class. So we taking a step back, right, to get a big, a bigger perspective. It's like, um, well, I could, I could sense that at four years old, she had a belief that she, she de developed a belief that she's not wanted. So here she chose a profession where she was going to be judged and her her experience is mirroring her belief. There are lots of parents that don't want their kids in her class. And so when you can take a step back and look at that, um, and she, my friend couldn't do that before. She just saw the teacher as, you know, in this box, this is how she is. When, when she let go of her anger and resentment, then she could see, we could start looking at the teacher and saying, oh, wow, she's not feeling wanted. Now my friend could be like, well, I've had this thought I should go like get her a drink or do something nice for her, but she wasn't able to do it because of all the anger and resentment. But now she felt peaceful and she's like, I could get her flowers. I could get her a drink. Yeah, she's now going to be the person that flips her story. Yeah. And because she flips the teacher's story, it's going to flip her entire school year, possibly even her life. Maybe she's thinking about quitting. She just can't quit because of money situations or something like that. You have no idea. And it's when I, when I hear people say, well, I didn't tip the server because they were awful. That's more, that's like the most important time you should tip and you should tip big because something in that server's life happened I like that. and you could easily change it yeah. with an extra 10 bucks or yeah. something. Like I, I want to be that person that if I have, if I'm noticing a server in the room or even whether they're mine or someone else, just, just slip them an extra 20, slip them an extra 50, like whatever it can, because that one gesture will completely change their day and it will completely change their service. I love that. Knowing that, oh my heck, someone cared. And it's just like with that teacher, like someone just needs to care and go an extra little mile. Maybe she has an awful home life. Maybe you know, you have no idea what they're experiencing. You're just seeing them in this one moment in time. Yeah. So that's, and you can change that one moment in and time. And that's, that's the power of when we let go of our own negative head talk, we open ourselves up to more compassion, more ability to let go, um, and more inner peace. You know, even if that teacher didn't change, my friend's not going to be, you know, not going to let that ruin her inner peace, right? So, okay. So how do we overcome our head talk then? Yeah. Tell me. So first, <laughs> first of all, we got to be aware of it, right? Because usually what happens is our fight or flight response kicks in and we're just spiral down. 
and we talk about people and we judge people and we're angry and we hold on this on onto this resentment and then it spills out into our relationships and our business and you know how we're putting ourselves out there maybe we're totally like you know hiding from life and avoiding so the first thing is is recognize okay wow i'm going down a spiral um, and then the next tip that I give my clients always, this is, this will get you out of negative head talk quicker than anything I know is just saying these two phrases. I forgive myself. I choose love. Take a deep breath. Okay. So your brain understanding what's happening in your brain when you get triggered, angry, you, there's a deeper fear that's come up. Your your amygdala, you know, your your subconscious brain is trying to protect you from feeling rejected, feeling abandoned, being judged, being criticized. So um, it goes into that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to fight, right? I'm going to be angry. I'm going to call you the bad guy. So that's the program. That's the neural pathway your brain has been used to for years and years. You've got to give it a different pathway to choose. I forgive myself. I choose love. It works really quickly. And then, um, you know, another thing you can do is like when you're feeling really triggered and angry, if you're by yourself, right, just sit down and write out everything you're afraid of. You know, I'm angry that my mother said this, you know, okay, but what are you afraid of? Underneath those words that she said, what are you afraid of? You know, and just like being aware, bringing that to your awareness will allow you to have more compassion for yourself and it will help you to, um, you know, start that process of letting go. And, you know, some of the things we can release on our own, some of the things like we talked about earlier is like, we can't see what we can't see, you know, because they're, the stuff is hidden, it's deep. And so, like, when I work with my clients, my intuition really kicks in. And I don't know how, but I can nail it, I can nail the root, and then all the offshoots of the root and we can pull the whole thing out so that what you're left with is this incredible amount of peace. Your connection to the divine is restored. Um, you have more compassion for yourself and other people. And you can actually move through life with you know deeper levels of peace and you can be in family situations and do all the holiday things and you know, still run your business and still be a great parent. And it, life just seems to flow better the more that you, you know, heal those, the deeper roots of what's underneath your head talk. So step number one, be aware of it. Be aware. Step number two is if you are, if you catch yourself in that negative health head talk, you just simply say, I forgive myself. I choose love. And then for me, step number three would be change your activity. Like you can't keep doing the same thing. Go take a walk, go ride a bike, like do something that's different to get your juices flowing again. And then 
Yeah. Bam. You've overcome no negative head self-talk. All right, Jen, where can we find you? Okay. You can find me on Instagram at, at Jen Polson. You can find me on my website, jenpolson.com. You can schedule a free consult if you want to talk more about this topic and how it's affecting your life. I love to hear people's stories and experiences like our stories and connect us. And, um, you know, I may be able to see something that you can't see that will change the whole trajectory of your life. So uh, get that free consultation. Especially right now in the holiday season. Yes. Go get it and start your 2023 off right. Heal yourself, heal your family at the same time. If you're a practitioner, come join us inside the 90-day program where Jen joins us every Tuesday for our, every first and third Tuesday of the month at 2 p.m. Eastern for our group mindset and business coaching call. Because we need to do these things in order, like you said um, in the very beginning, what's ready to heal, to become and step into that new level of ourselves, that new leader, and have more impact on more lives, whether it be help by, via their health, or maybe you have a little bit more financial freedom and you can give the server the $100 tip and change her life that way. But you got to heal first so you can become that person. Um, so go join Jen on her Instagram and at her website. And if that 90-day program is calling to you, come join us. Hasn't this season just been so good? We will end it right before Christmas on December 22nd and be back in January for more. Now, along with our incredible in-person event in this Together Live in Orlando, Florida, you have one last opportunity to come join me live over the virtual Zoom feed. December 13th and 14th is the final live Master Bloodwork event with a twist. December 13th and 14th, block the dates, 1 to 5.30 p.m. Eastern, both days. Go to the link below to learn more and register. You can also register for the conference right now and get your early bird pricing. All right, let's get going and let's impact the world one life at a time, one podcast episode at a time.